Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Thirsty Thursday. This is your host, the Dream Teacher, and I'm very excited for you to be here with me today. Um, today, August 27th, will be the premiere of my show, so welcome, and I'm, again, glad that you finally made it. Um, <laughs> yeah, they're telling me to stick to the scripts right now. You know, we're out celebrating Thirsty Thursday right now. Brother's got the asshole hat on, so we're totally good. <laughs> um, let's see. Well, Thirsty Thursday was created for a very special purpose, and we together are co-creating a thirst for knowledge and information. And the point of this show is for everybody to come together and be able to talk and chat, debate, talk about their interests, anything that is troubling them, anything that they're curious about, anything that they want to get off their chest, um, things that people might want to know about, things that, you know, everybody should always be aware of. So that's what I am looking to discuss here. And hopefully we will get a bunch of you in here coming up with new topics and such. And, yeah, I'll, you know, be putting in the main guidelines for it. But, uh, you know, hopefully we can get some really good feedback. So, oh, gosh, I got all my stuff playing over here. And now I just gotta get configured to all this new stuff. Like I said, it's my first show. So I am looking around everything, um, checking out all the new stuff. Okay, um, if you're looking and listening in, you wanna call in. The call in number is area code 646-727-2870. And again, you can just call in and listen to it. Or if you'd like to speak and talk with me, um, you can press 1, and it would automatically show you what uh, it will show me if you want to talk about anything. So I'll transfer you through. So hang on. Let me look at this switchboard. Like I said, i got to get accustomed to all this stuff. All right. Awesome. Now we're, oh, we do have a caller listening in. Awesome. <laughs> well, this stuff is pretty fun. <laughs> I'm pretty excited to be on here. I'm not going to lie, I'm a little nervous, but it doesn't matter because I'm here. <laughs> All right, thanks, bro. My brother and his friend, they're silly. All right, so anyways, we want to get down to the very first topic. We're going to be talking about gap male homosexuality. Oh, hang on. got to check the text. People are trying to listen in. Everybody's trying to figure out how to get here. Let me make a few text messages so I can tell some uh, eager listeners where 
Make sure we're still on. Seeing any new callers? Oh, we have another caller. Awesome. And waiting for everybody to get through. Again, glad you made it. And I know who this is. Hello, Liz. Thank you for coming out. Very much appreciated. Again, we're just waiting for the callers to come in, waiting for people to start listening. Got to make sure the chat is up and ready to go. Let's see if we can start the chat right now so we can get some good questions coming in. As I take a sip of my drink. Perfect. All right, now hopefully that shows up on the page. I'm going to reload it just to make sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's already starting to play. Awesome. That is good news. Oh, got another call saying someone's listening in. That is nice to hear. All right, hang on. I'm getting the chat up so that we can all talk together. Alrighty, awesome. Everything going now. Again, thank you all for coming. I'm very, very grateful that you're here and listening. Again, it's my first show, so let's get right into it. Now, the first thing that I definitely advertise a lot is talking about guys and homosexuality, male homosexuality, okay? Now, if you know me personally, you know that I've definitely talked to a lot of boys in my time and, you know, bounced around and definitely, I mean, some may call it player status, but it is what it is. I just like to experiment and play the field, right? So a question I came to, that came to my mind, like, recently with my endeavors with these guys is why do guys date other guys? Okay, now, this is a question I've been asking myself for the past week now. I've come up with a couple of things on my own. I thought about, let's see. Now, at least for me, when I want to date another guy, it's like there's more, obviously, than just sex, you know? Like, there's definitely more of a different connection. But sex obviously plays, like, a huge role in it. Like, you know, I don't want to be having sex with somebody who's, you know, nasty. I can't even stand being around after five minutes after we do it rather than eight months. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I'm thinking that maybe guys are just seeking each other out just, just, like, to see who they can be having sex with for the next eight months. Who knows? And I don't eight months per se. Oh, awesome. I got an awesome reminder. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Kathleen. I totally forgot about that. Um, yeah, see, that's why you should totally have been here. So that's okay. So 
Um, I want to do something special for 11.11. It's almost 11.11 now. Oh, here it is now. What I want you to do right now is I want you to think of something that you most desire. Go ahead and just take a moment. Close your mind. Just don't even speak. Just think. Use your mind and think of that thing, anything that you most desire. And wish it out to everybody listening right now. Go ahead and either type it in in the chat room or if you'd like to even talk about it, just go ahead and, you know, press 1 and uh, I'll send you through and see what kind of wish that you have. I know I'm going to make my wish, so hang on one second as I get into my own little state and make a little wish. All right, hopefully you thought about your wish and definitely sent it out with some great intention because we're actually in a Sagittarius moon right now, which definitely fulfills um, high wishes and good expectations. So please, you know, expect something good. Expect your wish to be fulfilled as long as you wish um, truthfully enough and with great intention. You obviously have to want it. Now, you know, this might get a little different in future endeavors. Um, as we know, it's my first show, so <laughs> we will, I'm just playing around, seeing what uh, we can do. And again, I'm open to suggestions, so go ahead and just chat away. It's not a big deal. I'm a pretty open guy, which you should definitely learn to know soon. So uh, again, feel free to let your two cents be known. All right, now back to the topic at hand, sexy boys. <laughs> now, what with these gay relationships, they're so freaking, they're so funny, I think. Like, I have counseled many people, listened to many people's stories, and, you know, heard about all different types of, like, scenarios, different, you know, ways things happen. And I'm a big observer. I sit there and I watch what happens and learn. You know, and I guess in a way I almost learn from people's mistakes. So, you know, I try to go into each relationship that I have with, you know, a little step above that. Well, sometimes that certainly doesn't work, as a lot of you may know. Um... Heartbreak happens, but um, I think it's, I'm not sure how to word this. I think it's different um, with each relationship. The most important thing that I've learned is that you need to learn something out of each and every relationship that you have. Probably with every person that you come into contact with, you know, there's something that you should learn from them, and in turn, they should learn from you. But... Sometimes I feel that if they're not going to even be willing to learn from you, then what's the point of learning from them? Or maybe they just don't even have anything of value to learn, which is very possible. There are many people in this world that 
don't even care anymore. They don't care to learn. They don't care to do anything. And it's, uh, this is really disheartening. I think the ones that are listening right now definitely feel. <laughs> oh, my gosh. There's only two users in here. I feel like I know who is on here. Hello, everybody in the chat room. Can you hear me loud and clear? Uh, we have another guest. Welcome. Hello. <laughs> um, welcome to the first Thirsty Thursday show. Again, we've been talking about guys and relationships and uh, a shout out. Oh, well, I'm over here with my quote unquote homies and we're hanging out in the garage. I'm doing the show live from the garage. Pretty, uh, pretty fun. And hanging out with Oklahoma, as some of you people may know. Because <laughs> he wouldn't show up if I didn't say his name. You're welcome, David. Anyways. So, no. <laughs> We're going back to the topic at hand. Um, these gay relationships and how interesting they always turn out to be. Let me tell you. So, now what I want to ask is... Uh, do you think that these relationships are just for hookups? Do you think that gay boys are just looking for, you know, the next hot boy to keep with them and, you know, either possibly share a life through or learn something from who knows? Depends, I guess, on the person completely. <laughs> well, let's see there's a bunch of stuff I want to talk about. Let's see. I have a whole book. It's an entire book. The title is Let's Talk About Me. Sounds a little selfish for a book, but hey, I'm alright with that because I get to write down all my important thoughts and everything that I definitely want to remember. So, there are some things in here that I do want to remember. Please hold one second. What is? There are people calling in. Uh, they're listening. They didn't. When people want to talk, they'll press the button. <laughs> All right. Anyways. So. Mm-hmm. We talked about these guys and dating each other. Mm -hmm. So she got the link. Okay. So the link is working. Well, if she goes to my Facebook profile, they can all work there. If you click on the link, it will totally work. Thank you. All right, again, just making sure everything is running smoothly here. Um, like I said, it's the first show, so got to test everything out, test the waters, you know, and work with it. All right. Back to these relationships. <laughs> Um, now, there was a pretty funny question that I brought up, and love interacting on Facebook. It's definitely fun to get people's automatic opinions real quick, see if they like something. You can press the little like button. Oh, how convenient. And definitely waiting for that unlike button sometime soon, because there's a lot of things that I don't like. But one of the things that I had mentioned, and 
I created the statement was, relationships are just for people that can't handle themselves. And I got a lot of crazy feedback on that. It was from people that are in relationships, people that aren't. Like, there's totally a different, like, array of opinions. Let me share a couple with you. I think it would be quite interesting to talk about. Um, people resent this. <laughs> um, I had a very good comment saying, the key to a relationship is knowing oneself and how to handle oneself. Whether single or involved, the essence of self-understanding is an invitation for dysfunction, confusion, and emotional chaos or blissful ignorance, which can be just as rewarding as being in a successful relationship. Yeah, that definitely makes you think, so I like that comment. <laughs> and then got some married people saying they handle themselves just fine with the left hand, the right hand, and, you know, maybe their spouse. <laughs> Every once in a while. I mean, if you're lucky. Depends on how long you get, you've been married, right? <laughs> so, that definitely touched some people in a funny way. So, what I want to ask. So, do you think relationships are just for people that can't handle themselves? They can't, you know, be by themselves? I would definitely like to hear your opinion and see what you say about that. Well, whenever you're, or if ever you want to call in, I'm totally all right with you in my opinion. I sometimes, I think that relationships can be definitely used for people that can't handle themselves. You know, you see people just tying themselves into relationships because they don't even know what to do with their own life. They don't even know how to, like, stick with themselves and be with themselves. They have to cling on to somebody. They have to always be with somebody. And then you see people getting in, like, abusive relationships and stuff. And that's not fun to see. And I hate seeing people unhappy. And unfortunately, it comes to my way a lot because people always like to talk to me about their problems. And I, I love being able to give advice. So that's pretty cool. It's really rewarding for me. And like whenever I give advice to people, it's like I give advice to myself as well. It's really nice because usually sometimes it like relates to me in some way, shape, or form. So it's like, I don't know, it's pretty exciting. I like being able to help people. And if giving them advice is the best way, then, uh, you know, like... That's completely rewarding. <laughs> Just checking out what's going on in the chat room. Going alone is only fun for so long. What do you mean, Bomb Shack? <laughs> Seeing what you're talking about. <laughs> but yeah, so back to uh, people that can't handle themselves. Um, so, you know... I am not in a relationship myself, but I feel sometimes I can handle myself and sometimes I can't. Like, I definitely like my alone time, but I don't like to be alone all the time. And, like, certain times if I'm alone, then, you know, I definitely want to be by people. Like, you know, I need to 
interact. People need that, you know. We need human interaction. And, you know, that's what families are for, but it's really sad to see families falling apart now. I have especially experienced this, and as well as my family, you know. Not too many families stay together anymore, and you lose that, so then people automatically, you know, need to be in that relationship. And in that sense, I guess it's okay, because, you know, they can create their own family in a hetero relationship. But, you know, not right now with these gay relationships. You can't. It just won't happen. You know? Uh, everybody's against it. And it's pretty sad that uh, people don't accept that. Not everywhere, at least. Either regardless if it's choice. We all have free will. And we all can choose what we wish. We're all blessed with the pursuit of happiness, which I would certainly love to talk about. Let's see what's going on in the chat. Mm-hmm. You really hope they're warm because you want to get them because you like them. Not for your own fulfillment. Bob Shack said is a uh, pretty great point. Um, getting background noise. Hang on, let's see what these people are saying. What? What? <laughs> oh, we have a caller. Let's see who it is. Area code 216. Hello, are you are on the air. <laughs> you hear me? Yeah, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm doing very well. Ooh, <laughs> video show, it's sweet. <laughs> Thank you. I'm having fun doing it. <laughs> People are listening. Yeah, there's, there's, let's see, we got five users in the chat room and uh, two people calling in right now. Pretty excited. Cool. <laughs> well, I just wanted to comment on your relationship thing. Sure. Let's hear what you have to say. <laughs> well, I just wanted to agree with you somewhat on the relationship issue because mm-hmm. a lot of people use relationships as kind of like, a crutch, like, I can't be with myself, so I have to always be with someone, and as soon as I break up with someone, I have to find another boyfriend or girlfriend away, and I'm going to freak out if I can't. You know, we all know somebody like that, and definitely cannot be alone, and they're, like, afraid to be alone, and that's why they always need somebody. But on the other hand, I think that only people who truly know themselves and are comfortable with themselves can only, those are the only people that can be in like a healthy, productive relationship. Yeah, exactly. You have to know yourself pretty well to be able to share yourself with somebody else. I agree. Definitely. (laughs) My two cents in the jar. Well, thank you. That was very good and well worth it. I'm glad you called in. (laughs) Oh, no problem. If you would like to stand there, we could keep going. You know, if you would like, we have a couple of other things to talk about, but if you want to just listen in, that's totally all right, too, and raise your hand whenever you want to talk. It's so cool when you call in. It's like a little hand-raised thing. (laughs) Like, disconnect, and then when I want to buzz in, I'll hit one. All right, well, thank you for your background. Okay, cool. I'll talk to you later. All right, have a good night. Bye.
Alrighty, well, thank you. That was uh, a good friend on this air name, Liz. <laughs> she just called in and gave a great point, so thank you, Liz. That was much appreciated. See what's going on here in the chat room. Uh, okay, you are very welcome, Bomb Shack. And haha, see pop. <laughs> yeah, I know who it is. <laughs> so that whole little relationship thing. I know I didn't want to strive too long about it, but um, just wanted to bring it up. Like I said, I need to bring some people listening. Again, if you're just joining us, welcome. Hello, and thank you for coming to Thirsty Thursday, as I am certainly quenching my thirst right now. Perfect. So, the next thing that I want to talk about was this phenomenal, phenomenal website, TED.com. I watched this show, not this show, I watched this website and talks like almost religiously. It's awesome. I love, love, love being able to see these amazing people talking about great ideas. They have great new ideas, you know, for our earth to help us, to help humans, to help everybody. And one of these that I especially wanted to share with you I thought was very, very enlightening was this woman, Jill Bolt-Taylor. And this woman is a brain uh, scientist. You know, she studies the brain and she studies uh, strokes, okay? And, you know, what happens during a stroke and when, if you burst a blood vessel, you know, and you're having a stroke yourself. Well, turns out this woman had a stroke herself, okay? Now, that is just ironic in itself, a brain surgeon having, or brain scientist having an actual stroke. Like, she is able to observe what is going on as she knows what is going on because she knows what's what's happening during a stroke, like what is physically happening to her body. As when somebody else is having a stroke, they have no idea. They don't know what's going on. Things are, perceptions are different. Feelings are different. You lose all, you know, nerve and some size and, you know, you just lose control of your body. You know, you get that little half-sided frown. You know, you can smile on one side and look sad on the other. <laughs> So I thought it was very interesting that she was able to, you know, convey this in the way she did. She, um, oh, my gosh, she explained it so well. She told of how that what was happening is she was having a hemorrhage on the left side of her brain. I'm pretty sure it was left. Let me double check and make sure. I want to make sure that I have my resources correct. <laughs> Thanks. Okay, I am just scrolling through. Please hold. Again, thank you guys for coming. I definitely appreciate it. Um, you can probably tell I'm a little nervous, but it's not a big deal because there's like nobody here, at least right now. <laughs> mhm. Mm okay. Let's see. Ah, see, now you guys need to do your research beforehand. That's what I'm going to start doing is I need to request me, add me on Facebook so that 
you can get all of my updates and everything. And I will be posting up stuff that, you know, we can be talking, that I want to bring up and topics that I want to bring up. <laughs> Pretty background noise. Um, like I said, so pay attention to that because uh, this video is like 20 minutes long and, you know, we're not going to be able to watch this and figure everything out before the time is up. But like I said, she had a brain aneurysm in her brain and she lost function of one side of her brain. And she felt, she explains how she felt. She felt completely almost like, she, felt, she said she felt expansive and like out of this world, like she was totally disconnected. Like her brain chatter completely stopped. Every, you know, you know that little brain chair that you have going on inside your head that's always talking and always going and always going, telling you what you need to do and what you need to do in the future and everything? That's the left side. That's the left side of the brain. She did. That's where she had the aneurysm on the left side. So she lost all of that, and she was in disbelief. She had no, she's like, what's going on? You know, like, how come I'm, I can't talk in my head as, you know, everybody can do. We can we all have the skill to do that, and it just happens normally on a regular basis. It controls your past and your future. <laughs> Facebook is gay. Why is that? I love Facebook. It's almost like a whole yearbook, and I can keep track of everything. I think it's really convenient, actually. Yeah, totally, totally better than MySpace. Except MySpace has a lot more users that you can connect with people you haven't talked to in a long-ass time. Like people you haven't seen in like 12 years, you know? <laughs> oh, my brother doesn't take too kindly to MySpace. Except he has one, so I don't know why he's talking. You deleted your MySpace? Oh my gosh, wow. That is a moment in history. My brother deleted his MySpace. No wonder why you're not on my top friends. Ha-ha! <laughs> <laughs> family Guy. Dude, it's totally up on my news feed right now. I love Family Guy. Okay, sorry. That's so off topic. <laughs> okay. Um. Anyways. So, we're going back to the left hemisphere. She loses all, all function of it. And she's living completely in her, like, right brain. And she describes how like everything is connected and how she sees everything and how that, you know, nobody is separate and like that takes away, when the left hemisphere goes away, it takes away all of our individuality. The individuality is, you know, where we come from and our past and that's, you know, we're partly made up of that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, all right. So that's her. That's her little thing. You should definitely look into that. Like I said, TED.com is an absolutely brilliant site. You really all should check it out. I promise you would not be left dissatisfied. It is, oh my gosh, it's so quenching that information thirst. People are always coming up with new things. Now, let's see. Okay. I want to talk about this. What is better, MySpace or Facebook? <laughs> Oh, man, I think 
this is going to arise some debate. Facebook or MySpace, guys? All right, we have a caller. Hello, caller. Where Hello. are you calling from? Uh, we are calling from next to the garage. Next away. to the garage. Either way, we can hear you. East Lake, Ohio, the birthplace of crack. <laughs> yeah, East Lake is not probably the best place. <laughs> More like Gay Lake. All right, so the debate is what is better, MySpace or Facebook, and why? We're gonna we're gonna have to go with Facebook because MySpace does not have Farmtown. Mm-hmm. MySpace My certainly does not have Farmtown, but Why? it does have Mafia Wars. Sure. No, they have Mafia Wars on Facebook too. They have everything on exactly. Facebook. Exactly. My mother's on Facebook. My aunt's on Facebook. My other aunt's on Facebook. My <laughs> uncle's on Facebook. My Isn't sister's it? on Facebook. My inbred cousin's on Facebook. Isn't it a little awkward though sometimes to see those older family members on Facebook? Like, dude, what are you doing creeping around here? <laughs> been on us. They're trying to find out where we're smoking crack. David. I'm sorry. That is completely inappropriate. <laughs> I will take over the conversation because this crackhead don't understand. Thank you. But we will uh, we will have to go with Facebook because you keep you keep in touch with your families because. The families can't figure out MySpace. MySpace is just That's easy. very true. They can't figure out the MySpace. It's and the, main, hard the MySpace just it's it's just bad news. I've had <laughs> it since two thousand four. Well, I had it since two thousand four. I don't know, I believe that crap. <laughs> I was like, I'm done with this. I'm on MySpace. <laughs> uh, I'm so you're definitely way. Facebook all the way. Definitely Facebook all the way. All right. David cannot comment on this. I'll uh, <laughs> let you go back to your show. And hello, well, mother. Thank hello, you Liz. Very and much. hello, everybody else who else is listening. I'll give a shout-out. Shout-out to my homeboys. I'm sure they appreciate it. Thank you for calling in, Zach. Okay. <laughs> Bye-bye. All righty. Well, Zach, that was a great call. And now we see Liz's hand is up. I hope you're ready to talk, Liz, and I hope you're prepared. Let's see. Hello, Liz. How are you doing? Hello? 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 I didn't even hit one. Oh, your hand is up. (laughs) That's so weird. I, like, wasn't even touching my phone. I was, like, laying on, like, my dresser. Oh, okay. All right. Thinking about calling it. Saying hi to Zach, and like then I randomly got connected somehow. Oh, look at that! It's just a sign of fate. And I wanted to say, <laughs> I think that I like MySpace better. You like MySpace better? Oh my, and why is that? Flames, you know, getting some. Just to be contrary, we can have a debate now. <laughs> um, MySpace because family cannot like to call in. stalk you. <laughs> Family and what? Your family can't go on there and stalk you, and because yeah, that all my is true. all my professors are on Facebook, and it's kind of creepy. So. Oh yeah, that's right. Especially at a private school, it's a little bit more. Because mm. um, we have risky. music. Facebook doesn't have music. Facebook. That is very true. You cannot promote music there. Again, I'd like to remind everybody, next week's show, we will be talking about the music industry. 
So please stay in tune for that. We will definitely be having a nice chat about that. So Liz, please, hopefully you will be calling in next week to talk about that. Okay. <laughs> and obviously, yes, MySpace is a much, much easier uh, platform to advertise your music on. So I agree with that aspect, yes. <laughs> oh, I'm going to go, and uh, hopefully my phone doesn't just... <laughs> All right. Thanks for calling. Let's. Okay. No problem. Bye. <laughs> Bye. All righty. Well, Liz is off the air, but her hand is still up, which is, I don't know, that's weird. Maybe she has to delete her one button or something. Well, let's see what's going on in the chat. Anything going on? Oh, awesome. Good. People will be there. <laughs> I'm glad you guys are excited. Again, thank you guys for coming out. I definitely really appreciate it. Um, just testing all this out, you know, first episode, so seeing what works, seeing what doesn't work, and, uh, seeing what everybody is, you know, liking, agreeing to, easy to, uh, converse with, you know, the whole nine. So, I gotta get all these files up. I gotta figure out how to upload an MP4 up to this platform, but I gotta change it to an MP3 because... Blog Talk Radio only three and wave files, so I gotta find a way to convert it. If you guys know anything, definitely let me know, cause uh, I always need the help. <laughs> Let's see. A couple other things I wanted to talk about. <laughs> I'm, hang on, just flipping through. My book right now, I definitely, I keep a book on me at all times, always have some sort of paper or pen on me, um, always am writing down stuff, I have a little notebook that I keep in my back pocket, and there's like a little interesting story, um, I was recently told that uh, Drew Carey actually used to carry around a little notebook with him at all times. And used to ask people, you know, what, if he could um, use that as his material, you know, and use these jokes on people and stuff. And, I mean, look at him now. And I think it's pretty ironic that he lived in Ohio. Obviously, Cleveland rocks. So, Cleveland represent. Hello, all my Cleveland people. (laughs) And, um, you know, it's pretty cool. I think I'm in the right place at the right time, as I have been for a while. I got him back on track now. I'm very excited. <laughs> so, just like I said, looking through the book, looking for uh, good, interesting things. Oh, my gosh. Okay, one of the best things. So, I'm going to share with you one of my viewpoints. And one of the things I feel is very strong and that I found through a lot of my research is that we as human beings are all God-like creatures. We are all divine. We all have the equivalent of quote-unquote Christ-like quality to us. Everybody does. Everybody has that. And I was recently thinking about it as I was, you know, empowering myself and finding the courage to do this show and, you know, start and actually just do something. It doesn't matter what, and it doesn't even matter 
you know, you can't be afraid to be wrong. And I realized this with a very good conversation with one of my close friends, Danielle. She asked me what I was most afraid about, and I took a minute to answer, but my answer was, it even confused myself. And I said, I'm afraid of not being right. And I guess in turn, you could almost say, you know, that in a sense, I'm afraid of being wrong. And, you know, that's like almost like a double fear right there. So I, you know, was doing more research as I usually do, and I stumbled upon um, a TED.com speech, and I realized, you know, creativity comes from frustration. I wrote this down um, months ago in my book. I never really understood what it truly meant until the other day. And, you know, you cannot be afraid of being wrong because sometimes the wrong way is the right way. And that's where some great creative ideas come from. That's where some of our best inventions come from is just being creative. Some of our greatest artists of time, you know, it doesn't matter artists of what, singers, um, painters, sculptors, dancers, everybody, you know, mandolin players, who cares? It doesn't matter. That's where creation comes from. So I have definitely accepted, and I'm very prepared to be wrong here. You know, I'm all right with that because out of something wrong can be, you know, that silver lining. And that's why I'm excited for everybody to be here. And that's why you get to put in your two cents. <laughs> Let's see if we've got any callers. Uh, we do have a caller. Hello, Zachary. Hello. Oh, this is David. <laughs> What's what going on, David? David? I'd like to have my input on the subject. All right, go ahead. Are we debating? <laughs> well, you should have been listening there, sir. I'm sorry, I was chasing a cat. We weren't debating anything. I was just talking about how you can't be afraid to be wrong sometimes. Well, that's very true, my friend. Do you agree with that? Of course. What is something... In case you haven't noticed, I kind of have a tattoo on the back of my leg that says never back down. I did not notice. Got a big hairy wolf. Zachary went to go I've get it with me. I've seen it, but I don't remember all the words to it. Got blood on its teeth. That's lovely. Well, thank you for calling in and agreeing. Would you like to add anything else? America. <laughs> Great. Thank you, David, for calling in. <laughs> so, anyways, after we get these fun calls. Like their prank calls. My silly brother and a silly friend. Oh no, I think I got a mosquito bite. <sighs> Not another one. I slept out on the porch the other week and I got 19 to 20 bug bites. I don't know if one of them was a bug bite, I wasn't sure. <laughs> but it was pretty uncomfortable, and they're, like, on the heels of my feet, and I was really like, oh, this is not cool, and they're, like, bruising and stuff. I don't even know if they're spider bites, mosquito bites, but, man, they itched, and they were not comfortable, and then I 
posted that on Facebook, and this girl commented, and she's like, that's nothing. And I'm like, dude, that's a lot of mosquito bites. Are you kidding me? Like, but I freaking itch from head to toe right now. And she's like, I got 117 mosquito bites on my legs. I'm like, what? Oh, my God. Are you serious? I told her, like, we were commenting back and forth, and I told her, I'm like, dude, you need to post a picture of that ASAP. And she's like, no, I'm too embarrassed. I don't want to do it. <laughs> she said it looked really gross, like chicken pox. I mean, I imagine it looked nasty, but how many times in your life are you going to see somebody with 117 mosquito bites? Come on. I thought that would have been pretty sweet. <laughs> so, yeah, I obviously have a lot of fun with Facebook. I love keeping up with people. I love always just connecting with new people. Um, I think that um, internet relationships, they're very different. I think it's totally a different playing field when you meet people off of uh, the internet. You know, you meet, you don't even see what they're like in person. You're meeting like what they're saying. And it's like, that's a very hard trust issue with people. You got to be able to trust the right people. And I am very lucky in my dealings. I have picked awesome people to meet off the line. Like, everybody that I've met has become a really good friend. And I am very pleased with the outcome. For example, uh, Liz that called in earlier, we met before I even moved to Willoughby in Cleveland. I was living in Columbus at the time. And, you know, we met online, and just because we were both gay, we just instantly connected. She was going to set me up with her girlfriend's brother, who was gay, ironic enough. And it was totally perfect. Like, it was so sweet. And now Liz and I have an awesome friendship, and she is a person that I hold very near and dear to my heart because we experienced a very life-changing, radically life-changing event um, just meeting on a Thursday night. And it's pretty cool that, you know, we're all here again. Liz is here. I'm here. We're here changing lives. And, you know, hopefully there will be way many more to come. That seems to be the ultimate goal is to, you know, help people realize and help people, you know, just be free and be human and enjoy life. That's what we need to do. And I am just very glad that everybody's here. I'm so thankful that you guys came and showed up. That means a lot to me, definitely. Um. Let's see. Okay, there was something I wanted to talk about. I'm not sure if you've all seen the movie The Pursuit of Happiness, but that is one of our rights is, you know, we're allowed to pursue happiness. So that in turn makes me question, you know, is happiness really a pursuit? Do you need to, do you need to go out and find it? Like, you know, these two... People and, like, most of our surroundings always insinuate that happiness is something that can be found in material objects and, you know, different lifestyles and everything. But, you know, I, my opinion is that happiness is merely just a state of mind. 
that you can be happy whenever, wherever, however you are living. And, you know, truly feel happy. It doesn't matter what you have. And once you feel happy with, you know, being who you are, what you have, and I, did I mention where you are? <laughs> That's something that I always need to keep in mind. Because I'm always bouncing around from place to place. But it, it doesn't matter, you know. It's totally in your state of mind. And, you know, that's why I loved, I love laughing a lot. You know, I love laughing. I love making other people laugh. I love being happy. You know, everybody does, right? But why are so many people not happy? It just doesn't make sense. If people enjoy being happy that much, then why aren't people happy all the time? Why are people always constantly coming up to me with problems that they have? You know, they need advice on something. They need the next, you know, best thing. They always need to figure, you know, this stuff out when they just need to let it be. People just need to let stuff be because it always, in turn, is going to be it is what it is. And, you know, when you can just realize and create your own happiness, you're going to find that things that make you even happier are going to be coming towards you. I'm sure most of you have heard of the secret, you know, the law of attraction, what you think about, you bring about. And if you're in a happy state of mind, well, you better believe that you're going to get things that make you happy. You know, so don't ever, my main message that I want to get out is don't ever let anybody ever tell you otherwise because you are all beautiful creatures. We are all God-like. We all possess this divine quality. We have a jewel within our body. We have our brains and our hearts. And with those, I feel that we can take on anything, whether it be the end of the world, quote-unquote, in 2012, you know, whether it be the next nuclear bombing, you know, we can we can handle anything. And people are slowly, slowly coming out to realize this. You know, they're breaking out of the shells. They're people, you know, there's hippies around that have been doing it for years. You know, they've been promoting peace and love. But, you know, why not? Why not? Why not live with peace and love? I... I think sometimes people like the total opposite spectrum of fear too much. But, like, if it creates so much dysfunction, then why is it even needed? If it's going to create this much dysfunction in our entire world as it is now, then I'm pretty sure I don't want to live in a world where fear is in it. I want to live in a world where everybody loves everybody, everything, and feels good about everything. But then, see, now this brings me into another thing where here's the contradictory statement. It's like, you know, you can't have something good if you don't have something bad because you wouldn't even know if it was good or not because you don't have anything else to measure it to. So everything would be good, so everything would just be. So that in turn leads me to a very favorite quote of mine. Um, I, I'm Sorry, I do not remember the author, but I will get that to you, I promise, very soon. Next week I will have it for you. The quote is, 
nothing is good or bad, but thinking makes it so. When you think about things, you generate feelings from them, and they are generated from past experiences or experiences of others. You know, it's they, it's a collaboration of your knowledge and how much that you know uh, and what you feel from these past events. And that is, I think, a great gift that we are given and we all have is the ability to predict and live an experience before you actually get the opportunity to do so in the now moment in quote-unquote real life. And I think, you know, real life is the now moment. That's what we are living in. We're always living in the now moment. It's nothing that can be changed. You know, the past is constantly ficating away and the future is constantly unfolding before us. And it's this very short amount of time that science can't even measure. It's immeasurable. You, they can't even find a way to view it and observe it. They don't know how we observe things. They don't know where in our brain the observer lies. And that is where our soul is. And that is where all of our experience resides. We do have a soul. You know, your heart and soul, it's all of that in between everything that was going on in the chat. Everything was good. You know, you don't need misery to realize you're not miserable. Miserable. I'm all right, but I need a drink. <laughs> Delicious. Again, celebrating Thirsty Thursday, as I hope some of you may be doing. <laughs> Others have to work tomorrow, but again, thank you for coming out. And such a late night. I love the fact that it's at 11 o'clock, though. I don't want to change it for anything. I want to be able to talk away this last hour of the day, you know, be able to talk about anything uh, new that happens, you know, talk about almost anything. Just talk about anything that you think um, stumps other people. That's Those are my favorite things. I like to be stumped because it doesn't happen very often because I can think my way out of a paper box. And I love contradictions. Those are always fun to mess around with and keep people's brains going. Um, and definitely provocative and inspirational thoughts are always welcome. I am another goal of mine is just inspire within people and inspire in themselves to be able to create and do anything that their heart desires. As I am here right now presenting this show to you, it takes quite a bit of courage um, for me at least because I, you know, like I said, my fear is uh, not being right, but I'm here to say whatever, whether I'm right or wrong. I'll say my opinion and tell you what I think, and hopefully that you enjoy it, and hopefully that, uh, oh my gosh, my thing just told me we have 19 seconds left. <laughs> but again, hopefully that we all bring something different to this table. And I hope that you guys all enjoyed the first night and premiere of Thirsty Thursdays, as I, again, will be celebrating as soon as this ends. (laughs) 
So, again, thank you for coming out. I greatly, greatly appreciate it. And I'm so glad that you have all joined us. Oh, my goodness. She changed her mind. She said 60 seconds now. <laughs> oh, she said 90 seconds. I thought she said 19. <laughs> but anyways, like I said, thank you guys for coming out. It's really great to have you here, and I hope that we can keep this going and create many lasting conversations that will open all of our minds. And hopefully we can spread this to as many people as we can and, you know, maybe change the world or just affect it in a different way. And I think that following your heart is the best thing that you can do. So follow your heart in this next week and follow your heart back here next Thursday for Thirsty Thursdays, again with your host, Green Teacher. And... I hope you all have a very good night. Sending much love your way. Thanks, guys, and have an awesome night. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.